one of the best things that happened to me while I was in grad school is were you ever into any of the Goosebump books? Sometimes I would read them. Sometimes they were actually too scary for my little, like, nine-year-old self. But sometimes I liked them. I was super into them. Okay. And Austin has the Texas Book Festival every year. Mm -hmm. And R.L. Stein was there. And he had an event where he was going to read ghost stories in the graveyard. That's cool. Definitely went to that. How was it? (laughs) It was so good. Yes. (laughs) I mean, he's, like, the corniest man ever. I mean, for sure. He's so cheesy. But that sounds but like a just really like fun time. To have that and, like, also be my eight-year-old self <laughs> at the same time. It was... I don't know if I'd do it. It was really good. It covered. sounds fun. I also hate grass. <laughs> you have to sit on grass. I hate sitting on grass. Can I bring a blanket? It doesn't yeah. matter. It, you always know that you're on grass. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> you tell me such a persnickety upper class kid. I hate grass. <laughs> I do. When we were in Yosemite and we're like looking up at the stars and we finally got to see the Milky Way. We were like laying on a tarp on grass, and all I could think of was like, God, I'm this. <laughs> what's 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 the deal? What's your deal? Every Kristen? time you sit on grass, you damp afterwards. <laughs> Don't know why. It's always just like you're like, are my shorts wet? And they're not, but they are somehow. And then it tickles you, and I don't like bugs. And so then the first <laughs> light of grass that touches you, you think it's a bug, and then you're paranoid the rest of the time. And it's itchy, and it's not comfortable. It's dirty. <laughs> I don't like sitting in grass. So, welcome to this week's episode, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Hi, Kristen. Hello. Hi, Hallie. (laughs) Hello. It was released in 2003. It's based on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland, which I didn't realize that this came first, but I've also never been to Disneyland. So, there you go. It stars Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow, Orlando Bloom, Keira Knightley, who is 17, which is insane. I know. That's a youth. It's a true youth. It's a genuine youth. Genuinely Genuine youth. youth. And Jeffrey Rush as the cursed pirate Barbosa. In case you haven't seen it, The Curse of the Black Pearl is the story of Elizabeth Swan, daughter of the governor of Jamaica, who is in love with Will Turner, gorgeous blacksmith apprentice. Their paths cross with Captain Jack Sparrow, an eccentric pirate with a mysterious past, who's looking for a mythical ship named the Black Pearl, supposedly cursed and crewed by the damned. There's a lot of swashbuckling. Without giving anything away, I think that's going to be the summary. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing it for the first time, just like Frozen, which was our last episode, if you haven't checked it out, maybe maybe you could. Um, Toss that out there. Just, it's going to be on the internet. I knew basically nothing about pirates going into it. For some reason, I knew the scene at the beginning where 
Jack Sparrow's like coming into the port on the top of the mast of his ship, and it's as it's like sinking into the into the water. Uh, but that might have been in the trailer or a commercial for it or something. But that's the only thing I've ever seen or that had ever stuck with or me. Or when it came out, you channeled it somehow. It could be. It <laughs> like could while be. sleeping, you had like a psychic had a, connection. Had a dream. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so one of my friends was a very obsessed with it as a teenager and had like the whole Orlando Bloom posters in her room and everything and watched it, you know, daily just about. Um, so I talked with her a bit about it before the podcast, um, though she did a good job of not spoiling anything for me. I also realized watching it, like, I don't watch a lot of action movies where, like, the the sword fighting and the choreographed fights are the whole point of the movie, almost, which yeah. I guess is a thing that we'll talk about later. But, so I think I had sort of a rough time after the first time that we watched it, coming up with a lot of questions, um, just because... It didn't really have the same depth to it as like Legally Blonde or even Frozen. Mm-hmm. I was mostly caught up in like, oh well, now they're like bouncing on that cart thing, and yeah. like, <laughs> and that those were the things that stuck out to me more than like big themes. Though I I, I caught I caught maybe a couple. Okay. The second time. I, I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty over, over your head not over your head they're like they're like you idiot no they're like really obvious about one of them where they're like perhaps you can be a good man and a pirate yes crazy no all i know is that like halfway through the movie and i think at the very end your comments were there's a lot of action (laughs) not even like i'm enjoying this or this sucks or cool hat just there's a lot of action not a cool hat. It's not a cool hat. It is a cool hat. It's not. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, so it, it feels like the adventure is the point, and the people seem like they kind of existed as vehicles to serve the action. Like, here's a bad guy, maybe, and like here's a guy to sword fight with that bad guy. Or like, here's two ships on opposite sides to have a cannon battle with, more than like, I don't know, driving a plot for Like... The plot is pirates. The plot is pirates, <laughs> and they're fighting each other. Yeah. I guess it's not that that's a bad thing. It's just, like, the movie seemed mostly to be having fun and wanted me to also have fun as its primary goal. Did you have fun? I had Scale some, of 1 to 10. I had some fun. Scale of 1 to 10. 10 being, like, the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> in a movie. In a movie. Most fun yeah. I've ever had in a movie. Well, like a like a like a six or a seven. Mm, okay, pretty decent. No, no lower than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> where where would you rank it? Okay, maybe the seven is somewhat fair, but I'd say like I'm like an eight. I really enjoy pirates. Okay, how about you, Howie? Like a seven. Like it's funny because. I've gone through a couple repeat phases with Pirates where I was really into it when it first came out and then I wasn't. And then I rewatched it several years later and was like, wow, this is so much better than I remembered. And I was like, God, this movie has everything. This is like great. And then I rewatched it with you and I was thinking like, oh, this is slower than I remember. (laughs) Maybe it isn't as great as I suddenly thought it was upon rediscovering. But I do think the action is all in all good. Like, I think it's just that kind of movie and there's something... Yeah. wrong with that I think it could be better but I think it's it's a good time yeah it's mostly it, it's really caught up in like the spectacle of itself like that's everything a, yeah. Yeah. and I like that that's what it's trying to do though I yeah, think that's part of the fun so. of it being based off of a ride is that they're trying to be like yeah, yeah. haha 
thematically pirate. There's a period after pirate. <laughs> thematically pirate. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> and that's what it was going for, and that's what it did. Yeah. I was laughing the first time we were watching it just at how much of the dialogue was just men yelling yar and then running at (laughs) other men they're getting so into it like god bless them support them yeah although it freaked me out the the one that will hits in the back with an axe Mm -hmm. i don't like him something about him in particular freaks me out yeah he gets back up yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's the hat and the eyes (laughs) the combination (laughs) of those two like a kind of gross beard they all have weird beards, because they're pirates. Mm. But the hat and the eyes. And I think his scream was more, like, unhinged. Yeah. He was really, really yeah. into it. Did not like him. Yeah. Yeah. But there were a lot of there were a lot of scenes. Um, I mentioned, like, the, the swashbuckling in the blacksmith shop, mm-hmm. but this seemed really, like... Did, have you ever had, like, a film class where they've talked about Ben-Hur or any of those, like, older action movies? Mm-hmm. They used to have on the poster... Um, this is the one thing I remember from film class, by the <laughs> way. Um, they used to have on the poster the different, like, action sequences, the, the like, big spectacle sequences, like... Mm-hmm chariot race and they'd have the time so you could just kind of like come and go as you as you please <laughs> to be like fun. i really want to see the chariot race again we're just gonna wander in and, and watch that point until you'd know, 32 minutes and ex- 40 seconds in exactly and then you'd know and it felt like sort of that kind of golden age of hollywood movie where like so much of it was now we're gonna have the the black pearl ass- assault port royal or whatever mm-hmm. and like it's just such a great big cinematic moment and the movie just chains them together with the loosest kind of thread of a plot <laughs> the plot is pirates the plot <laughs> the is pirates thematically pirates <laughs> the plot is pirates um, yeah like when the, the curse is first revealed on the black pearl like that scene is just utter nonsense one of my favorite scenes yeah that's a great scene that's no. one of the ones I think about all the time no it's, it's fun but it's also like she comes out and like the the music with the heavy drums yeah. are going and she falls down into the the lower deck and they have yeah. a blanket for some reason and they're like Ooh, and they insane. throw her it's very extra for sure it's I don't very think... extra it's <laughs> thematically pirate yeah. pirates are how home. many times having bed sheets and flinging people into the sky classic piracy but that's what I mean by like the spectacle like the, the whole point of that scene is just like let's have a big goofy well, nonsense wanted... ghost pirate thing yeah you want it to be like this big like ghost pirates and so if they just say like yeah we're ghost pirates <laughs> like that's not fun so you have to have her like stab him and then it's like haha he's not bleeding and then she goes out and everyone's a skeleton and then why not be thrown in the air and it's dark <laughs> why not? and she's in this dress that's cool but she doesn't want to wear it she's being held hostage there's a lot going on the drums are great drums are pretty it's good. very thematically pirate yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree with all of that. I'm not. I'm not stating that as a criticism, but okay. That's just sounds like <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot less that we can talk about as far as like women in the workplace. <laughs> that's true. Like, there isn't really a workplace. Sisterhood, which is the plot of pirates. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a workplace. The ocean. <laughs>
<laughs> there's a lot of a lot, there's a lot of movable workplaces <laughs> that keep getting commandeered yeah, and like, fired on. The Harry Potter even get a letter that would just be like the lower deck, <laughs> like Pearl Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Kristen's crying Chris, into her own Chris, hands. <laughs> Kristen is broken, so I'm going to talk with Hallie about magic for a minute. Okay. Because the magic also, like, it made for a lot of convenient moments, or, like, added to the spectacle. When the coin, I don't know if this is ever addressed in any of the sequels, but, like, when she falls in the water and the coin makes this pulse, which, like, um, draws the black pearl in, like, Mm. the black pearl has to come from somewhere, so it's just like, let's just do this thing that'll never happen again, or ever be explained. To be fair, I don't think the pendant is ever underwater again the rest of the movie. So, like, I don't know. I mean, the magic is definitely a plot device, but, like, in the moment, it feels right. Yeah. Like, it definitely feels like a writer was like, shoot, how do I get this to there? Oh, magic! Which is honestly fine. I do that all the time when I'm writing. I'm like, oh, right, I'll just throw this in there, and that makes sense. So I feel like it holds together. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not a disconnected thread. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's sometimes where like when they're walking on the bottom of the of the ocean under the boat. Okay, and, and, so and the and the the ghosts do that too. Like that's not a that's not a thing, okay, but well, it makes for, the, for like a great scene. We yeah. did learn that yes, it is a thing because you guys doubted me, <laughs> no. and I said no, you can do that. You can't do that. Yes, you can. That's fine. It's shallow water, so the water it's the ocean. depths won't crush them that much. They're near shore. They're like pretty far under the water. Near shore. <laughs> well, they start near shore, and then they get pretty far under. But like, I don't, I don't know. It looks just feasible enough in the movie that I'm like, sure, why yeah. not? Like, I'll give it to you. And the ghosts don't need to breathe underwater because mm-hmm. they're ghosts. Yeah, but they would like float probably. Oh yeah, Maybe. we did. Oh wait, that. I thought you were talking about when they had the boat over oh, them. Both. Oh, both. Like the air pocket. Oh. The air pocket. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Air pocket <laughs> checks out scientifically. <laughs> they checked their facts for that one. Okay. The other one, yeah. No. They, they're bones. They would float. But that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Suspension of disbelief. I can believe ghost pirates, exactly. but I draw the line at bones that will stay at the bottom of the ocean. It's true. Except I don't. Yeah. I thought, though, as I watched it again, because that's what I do, that it might just be a movie that you've got to watch more than once to fully understand it. Mm-hmm. I think the first time through, I was really caught up in all of the action. And there are a lot of moments where the characters know a thing that the audience doesn't know yet, especially like around Bootstrap Bill. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dialogue where they're talking about Bootstrap, and I'm just like, I, I don't know who that is. And <laughs> you're I don't... not supposed to know. Yeah, you're not supposed to know. Yeah. but. Between that and then, like, another giant fight scene and stuff, I got a little bit lost. And I was like, there's there's so much going on, but they're also, like, trying to tell a story. <laughs> I would agree with that. It took me a couple watches to fully understand what the curse was and, like, why they needed him so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not necessarily that it's... I mean, I respect they tried to not over-explain it, that they tried to be subtle about it with, like bootstrap bill and like i'm elizabeth turner like yeah. it took me a couple of watches and i i 
I think that's more sophisticated than they could have gone. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that they went that direction. And I do really like the curse. I don't know. I think the curse is cool. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had thoughts about the curse too. Okay. <laughs> that sounds not positive. <laughs> I had thoughts about it. No, I think it was I guess that was like one of the bigger themes if there was a theme. It's hard to have a movie about a colony in the Caribbean without thinking about colonialism a little bit. Yeah. And like the how the curse is like so tied to that. It's actual like Cortez's gold yeah. the pillage from the Aztecs and stuff. And how the curse is all about insatiable greed. Mm-hmm. Which I thought or it's like desire without joy. Yeah. Sort of, right? Because like, he just, he probably also just wants an apple. He just wants to eat an apple. He has an apple when he dies yeah. for yeah. some reason. <laughs> yeah, that came out of nowhere. He's just waiting for it. <laughs> Again, I didn't notice until we, I had several watches because it wasn't until this watch through. I was like, where did he get that? The other time he was like, like just he just has it. And then he just keeps it on, under his hat. I mean, I would believe he's that, though. In his hand at all yeah. times. In his ghost rib cage, he's like, just stay on in there. <laughs> until until the right moment. Just like a pocket. <laughs> He has to make sure he removes it before he becomes human again. <laughs> or else problems. Depends on like where in his body it is. Could just like digest it. If he like happens to place it like right in, in the stomach. Yeah. If you placed it where your lungs are, you don't want an apple in your lungs. <laughs> and then you got apple lung. Then you got apple replaces lung. Adam's apple with it. Wasn't funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It wasn't. His first name is Adam. That's where it comes from. What? <laughs> you were... His name is Adam Barbosa. Yeah. No, it's not. It's like Adam Barbosa. <laughs> really? Adam Barbosa. No. <laughs> with it for one time. Like, Adam's not a pirate name. <laughs> like, no. That's what's so surprising. <laughs> you fell for it so quickly. No, I didn't. You were like, no way! Not in like a disbelieving no way, just in like, what? That's crazy. I didn't see that on IMDb. (laughs) Yeah, so tell me about, talk to me about the curse. I guess I really like his speech about how he can't get pleasure from anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And how they've been dead for for a really long time. Um, I don't remember how many years, but I know that... Did they specify like Jack was marooned. It's like ten years. Yeah, something like yeah. that. It's been a while. I guess it just it just feels like a fate worse than death, you know. And mm. a curse should be something super scary that is yeah. worse than death. So, like, yeah, I really you like technically part. eat the apple. You're not gonna like get anything from it. So, like, food. your favorite food. Food turns but, to like, ash in their mouths. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. That's what he says. Okay. You can still eat it, it just turns to ash. Yeah, who wants that? <laughs> no one. I'm just saying, like, that's that's my Would point. you do that? Would you eat whatever you like and it have it turn to, to ash? The appearance. To pretend to be normal. <laughs> Among your entire ghost pirate. <laughs> <laughs> be like, yes, I can eat these mashed potatoes. Everyone's like, you're not fooling us. Thematically <laughs> pirate. Thematically <laughs> pirate. There's, but, so um, potato. there's so much of the apple is like the crunch part. If you still get the yeah. crunch, that would be kind of satisfying. It I mean, crunches and then it's ash. <laughs> but do you get joy from the crunch though? You feel no joy. Like, yeah. You have to get like some because they're probably like pretty happy leaving Jack on that island. Like, haha, sucks to suck. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just like... The joy is in marooning people. <laughs> yeah. We all have our things. Yeah. Um, the other thing I like about the curse is how much work it takes to undo. Because they said they spent all of the money from uh-huh. the chest. They had to like... 82. 82 gold pieces. So they had to go to all the ports they were at and like hunt that money down. And that would be really hard in whatever year this movie takes place. We looked it up and I've already forgotten it. It's like 1700s, right? That's what I said. And I was told I wasn't accurate enough. Yeah, that's a whole 100 years (laughs) that you are just... Early 1700s. No, I really liked this how... Jack uses it to his advantage. He, like, knows yeah. that he has to, like, take a coin so he can become dead so that when Barbosa like, tries to get him. I don't know if he did that just as, like, a safeguard or he knew it was going to happen and wanted to have the haha tricked you moment or solely because those two things didn't matter and he just wanted to be in charge of when he could drop it in there to seize the moment. I feel like it was more of that one and the other two just, like, happened to go with it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I like how he... Made it work to his advantage, because his whole thing throughout the movie was like, be careful with the gun. And I think when I first saw it, and it came out when I was eight, so I probably didn't get it even after it was like mentioned either, was that he was trying to save that one shot. I think I was just like, thematically pirate, he cares about his gun. <laughs> and the one bullet in and it. And the one bullet in it. Maybe bullets are fun, hard to come by. Fun pirate fact. That's an actual 18th century gun. Ooh, they fun. went. They went out and bought one from a fancy old timey gun seller. Good Did for they them. Use the Aztec gold money because yeah, I got actual, bad news for yeah, them if they took they it from that chest. Were actually cursed. That's crazy. Yeah, you, this movie's a documentary. <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> what? think so, but yeah. about Adam Barbosa, <laughs> the famous, <laughs> famous ghost pirate. Why do I do this? <laughs> um, so, I just liked how he made it work to his advantage. I thought that was very clever. That's another moment that I think about a lot. When he shoots the one last shot. There are like, I've mentioned this when we were watching the movie, there are like two moments throughout that I think about more frequently than I think an average person <laughs> should. Who isn't even like a pirate super fan. But I'm adding a third. And it's the moment when he throws the coin and then he gets to, spoiler alert, shoot Barbosa. It's a fun moment. It is. I'm very impressed with the way he handled it. Thematically pirate. I appreciate that you gave a spoiler alert, considering <laughs> I'm the only person who's never seen this movie. You don't know who's listening. That's true. But. Maybe there's... someone out there is like, oh, they're going to discuss Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Never seen that one before. Let's wait and see if they give it a positive review. Yeah. That's. That's the whole point of this podcast is reviewing movies. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs, thumbs down. Up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, I like the curse. And maybe that was too when when they dropped the coin. Maybe it's like I don't know why dropping a coin in water would do it, but maybe because that's what they're like searching for. And it's it's a yeah, ghost it makes, thing, so it's whatever. It, they can be like, it calls to us, and that's how the black pearl just appeared. Never explained, but it makes like intuitive sense. Mm-hmm. Like it feels, it feels like an innate magical thing that would happen. Yeah. Like and, how else would they have known? Like we have to go exactly here. Yeah, it's like sure. I mean, maybe the other coins called to them somehow. So oh. that's didn't go into that backstory. They they did not. But another thing, a third thing that I like about the curse is that. 
for me, it was the perfect amount of magic. Like, I don't like how reliant on magic the later films get, and I don't remember a lot of them, because I've only seen them all once, because I didn't like them. Number four, very reliant on magic. Yeah. Number two, I still stand. It's great. Give it another chance. Maybe. Like, I... Would have preferred if the, if the franchise, if it were, if it continued at all, should have just been pirates, thematically pirate, <laughs> thematically just pirate. pirate adventures with like some light historical accuracy. But I like the amount of magic in this one because it's fun and you get fun extra scenes like the ghost pirates on the ship with Elizabeth, mm-hmm. and it feels like an innate pirate legend because it's got like the like Cortez and and yeah. I mean mm-hmm. Cortez wasn't really a pirate, but he was like of, of like the a, time. He was yeah of the of time. Of the time and. Hundred year You know yeah. the the gold pieces. <laughs> there somewhere. Very pirate. Um, and then the curse too feels very like not being able to enjoy things also feels very pirate to me. But I can't put my finger on. I think so it's that, because it probably goes hand in hand, but like oppositely. So I guess like a yin yang of like the whole thing about. I think they tried to mention this, but also just from pop culture. Like, yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. And just, like, doing whatever you want and, mm-hmm. like, letting the wind take you where you want to go and all these other things. So I think it part of the whole, like, romance of piracy is being able to do whatever you want. It's freedom. And just, yeah, it's That's freedom. Right. That's what a ship is. And so I think it probably has to do with that. It's like, yeah, you have freedom, but now it means nothing. Yeah, and I really like that. I think it's, I think it's a really cool story aspect. Yeah. It's interesting, too, that, like, they were sort of ordinary people, like, ordinary pirate people, but um, the curse of their greed kind of turns them into these unstoppable monsters, too. They're, it's both, they can't find any peace, but they also can't die, so they're able to go and pillage and, like, attack other ships and stuff. It, it's an interesting aspect of the curse, especially, like, when Jack Sparrow uses it to his advantage, was like I'm just not gonna be able to die for a little while. Yeah, just until I need, just until I want yeah. that perfect, yeah. perfect moment. It's a it's a strange kind of like upside down part of the curse. There's a couple there's a couple things about that in the movie too, where like they they put a twist on something. Mm-hmm. Like the curse isn't it's it's bad, but it's not all bad because like as pirates they do a lot of like sacking and plundering mm-hmm. and now they can't die when they do that so like that's kind of a plus you yeah, know to they, walk they, on the bottom of the ocean yeah, they purposely hold off on yeah like at, at the end when barbosa is gonna kill will turner and jack's mm-hmm. like well it's your funeral maybe yeah. you should wait and keep being cursed for a while <laughs> that's not usually how curses go yeah um, it's they they're able to leverage it yeah Another one of the the funny, like, upside-down things about it is normally pirates are all about, like, seeking out treasure, and the whole plot of the movie is giving the treasure back. No, 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 we messed up, put it back. (laughs) They're out seeking treasure so they can get rid of it, (laughs) so they can stop being cursed, which is kind of a fun fun little twist on a normal pirate story. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I really like how Jack Sparrow gets introduced. That first scene that I had already seen before somehow. But he's got the really epic music and he's standing really proud on top of the mast and his scarf is like flapping in the breeze. And then we see that he's not on like some great big ship. He's on this tiny little boat. I <laughs> and am the a boat fan of is sinking. 
but he's still like he's got so much grace he just like very proudly stands on top of it and rides it into the dock even as it's going under the water i think that's just jack in a nutshell it's like things are not going well but he's just gonna go with it make the best of it and somehow it always works out his boat sinks just in time for him to step onto the dock yeah maybe that's intentional maybe it's not but i feel like it fits good timing jack every every character should get an introduction like that just across the board (laughs) agreed every character ever yeah yeah basically everyone should ride a sinking boat yeah that's that's how you should meet every character yeah so i'm not trying to be a jerk i just think it'd be funny yeah completely <laughs> random things eventually you get kind of sick of it <laughs> like, so, i don't want to see this anymore there's so many boats just sinking it's like everybody in the movie is like oh my god this one too <laughs> you can't even you can't go under the water no. with your own boat because there are too many boats down there you have to have like a black hole in the ocean and have the boat sink into that in the third movie there's a yeah. whirlpool in that one. It's a whirlpool. Mm-hmm. Just the, the one thing I remember with from the it. kraken, the kraken, the kraken from the sea. Have you ever seen Juno? I, I yes, it was on my list. Was it for this? You haven't seen Juno. Maybe it I wasn't on my list, no. but it was on his list of like things he hasn't seen, and we were both like Juno, because Juno. Juno's great. Juno is great. There's a part where she's like, "I am a kraken from the sea." So when I hear Kraken, I think of that. I see. Yeah. You see a Kraken from the sea. Okay, we're done. (laughs) I also wanted to talk about Elizabeth, too, as a character. Because she gets kidnapped, sort of. She she does parlay, but isn't Mm -hmm. specific enough. Yeah. Which is a thing that happens. You have to be very specific with pirates, apparently. I like that running gag. Yeah. I think it's fun. But she's kidnapped, but she's never, like, she's never a damsel in distress. Like, even from the very beginning, when she gets saved by Jack Sparrow, she, like, stands up to Commodore Norrington mm-hmm. and is like, no, you can't kill him, he saved me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and she has, like, she has a thing for pirates. Just She does. She just has a thing yeah. for pirates. <laughs> but, like, you know, it still takes a lot of guts to, like, stand up to him and be like, no, you can't kill him he saved my life oh yeah elizabeth yeah. and they're literally like pointing guns too and then she steps in front and then you mm-hmm. know her dad the governor is like put those guns down but like still everyone's pointing guns at these people and she puts herself in the way of them yeah, yeah elizabeth is twice she does at the end too i classic like again the first couple times i watched it wrote her off as a damsel in distress because that's like literally she's kidnapped so many times during the over yeah. the movie but then when i watched it again as an adult and was rediscovering like oh this movie is pretty good i was like wow elizabeth is actually really competent for the situations that she's put in and characters keep commenting on it too not necessarily on her competence but jack has a couple lines with will where he's like save fair lady and um the way pirate the pirates refer to women is like (laughs) scary and lusty uh he gives her the dress and like People keep reminding her that she is a woman in dangerous situations, mm-hmm. and the movie doesn't let you forget that either, but Elizabeth's just kind of like, fuck it. And, like, she is scared. Like, she screams yeah. and she hides and stuff, because ghost it's pirates scary. just flung her into the air with a sheet. Yeah, yeah. It's a reasonable reaction. So I yeah. think the movie lets her be afraid yeah. while not removing her agency, and mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, and that, I mean, that scene starts with her 
hiding a knife under her yeah. napkin and stabbing Barbosa. Yeah. Like, she's... It's great. Yeah. And I don't she, think... She does become... Do you think she becomes, like, a pirate herself by the end of it? I'd say so. Uh, in the later movies, she definitely does. I was trying not to give that away. Okay. Well, I did. So yeah, about, no, she definitely becomes movie? a pirate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is what's to me. No, I'd say... If she... If not, like... This is going to sound corny and it isn't even meant to, but just like, if not by actual rules of what defines a pirate, by what's in her heart. <laughs> She's like, I'm one with the pirates now. Well, at the end, when she and Will finally kiss, well, he wears his dope hat. It's a garbage hat. <laughs> and, um, it is not great. His, her, her dad is like, this is who you choose, the blacksmith? And she's like, no. He's a pirate. She looks very happy to be with a pirate. Like yeah. she's like, I'm living out of fantasy. This is great. That's yeah. why she wanted to jump his bones at thirteen. I mean, he has a little pirate <laughs> it's thing. True. And she I was think like, oh damn. And that's okay. I will allow Elizabeth that. Yeah. But also in that scene, I'm like, Elizabeth, you are more of a pirate than Will is. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Will, I think, is more like stumbled into piracy. <laughs> just kind of like, oh, this is where I am now. All right. I did what I had to do to get Elizabeth out, but I'm ready to uh, drop this piracy thing. Whereas Elizabeth is like, this is who I am now. <laughs> Dad, I'm a pirate. <laughs> I'm with pirates. These are my pirate friends. Will has just such good intentions the whole time. He does. He does stumble. He's like, I, 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 I don't know. I'm a pirate now, I guess. Or well, yeah. he, he's very insistent that he's not a pirate. He proclaims the whole movie to Jack like he's not a pirate. And Jack is like, I don't know. You're doing a lot of pirate things. And he's correct. Yes. Um, and Will has the whole like bootstrap bill family who you story meet in the second one, thing which is a great on. movie. Okay. So Will doesn't even want the pirate status. Really, no. it's being hoisted on him. And Elizabeth is like, "Give it to me." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure part of that comes from like being the governor's daughter, yeah, and having honey. everything like the freaking corsets, and having to worry. Just yeah. Corsets in general leads you Terrible. to being a pirate. Have either of you worn a corset? No. no, it sounds awful. It does sound awful. I all I remember, not even from this. I remember reading somewhere when that Jonah Hex movie came out, which I never saw, but that was when Megan Fox was like big name, and she was in it. And I remember they said that she had like an eighteen-inch corset, and I'm like, can you breathe in that? That's not a normal human body size. Like that cannot be good <laughs> like, David is measuring it and he's like uh cause like for, for reference most runway models I think their average like waist size is like 24 inches and runway models are very skinny very so skinny. I'm like that sounds like she had to remove some ribs yeah yeah it's not but it, okay also the source was the inquirer so this is not reliable. I, mean, I have heard that corsets can help improve your posture. Like, yes. I know some people use it for back pain because it helps keep your body in the place it's supposed to be. So I, I think, think if some you people use do it like uncomfortable, as long as you're not squeezing it. Right. You know, or I know some people do it after having a kid because it like yeah. your muscles literally are just like... <laughs> because you just stretched out with a baby. Yeah. And so it just puts everything back where it's supposed to be until it's like, oh... Right, this this is where I hang out in the body, not just floating all the way over that way. So I know people do that too, but I think that's modern day, like, doctor it's medical. medical. It's medical. I am choosing to wear a corset because I think it will help me. Yeah. Instead of like, this is the 1700s and 
It's the latest fashion in London. It's the latest fashion in London. What the women in there? London must have learned not to breathe. That dress is so pretty. I really is. like that dress. It's and I like good dress. the hat that she wears. Love a good tilted hat. Right? Yeah. I don't understand how they stay up, but I support it. <laughs> just, it she just Happen. looks fabulous. Happen. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, she looks great. No, I think what I liked about this, are we still talking about Elizabeth? I don't know. Yeah, we're talking um, about is that I don't think I had written her off, but I think I was just one of the many people who was like, Jack Sparrow is so cool, yeah. oh my god, and was like, ghosts, pirates, amazing, that I kind of didn't care about other characters or what was going on. Uh-huh. Or like, generally I was like, yeah, plot, story, good. But I liked Jack, and I liked the scenes that had Jack in it, and I think I just didn't bother to feel things for other characters <laughs> i don't know so watching it now because i haven't seen it in a very long time was like well these people are like pretty stand up i like them and i like that elizabeth was very competent yeah yeah she comes up with like the whole plan to fight with the black pearl like, yeah. yeah that's like that's like her thing mm-hmm. yeah she yeah. comes up with that she comes up with the other plan where she had to like row by herself mm-hmm. into the thing. I don't even remember what she the plan snuck was. out of the. She tied the like the, sheets together. The sheets, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, to get out of the. While her dad yeah. was giving her a pep talk, yeah. and like she had, she did have. Her dad was supportive of her. Like yeah. her dad was a supportive figure, and I really like that they didn't go the route of oppressive father who like wants daughter right. to fit the social norms or whatever. He was like, you don't have to marry Commodore Norrington. I think right. it would be a good move. That's clearly what he yeah. wants. But he took the time to specify to Elizabeth. You don't have to. Yeah. Like it just, it's nice. And even when later on she's like, I'm going to become a pirate. He's like, I don't want my daughter to be a pirate, but it's the way she chooses to live her life. <laughs> so I guess I support her. He's like, a good dad. They could have easily fallen into the things were terrible all the time for women back then mm-hmm. route, you know, and, and had, or had, a really, wrong, but... had a really easily hated patriarchal figure, and they yeah. don't really. No, because even, like, I think you mentioned it, Commodore mm-hmm. Norrington, you're watching and you're like, wow, this dude is a dick and I hate him. Except not really. He's like pretty chill. He's being reasonable and like yeah he could he could calm down a bit but generally. I mean the age difference is weird. The age difference is weird. That one I had not realized he knew her when she was like 12. Yeah. That's yeah. creepy. But um so that is not good. But everything else when Will's like we have to go save Elizabeth it's like yeah you do, but Commodore Norrington is clearly on it. He's planning he's, he's things. He's not just out. sitting there like, don't worry. It's not a problem. And he <laughs> says, do not make the mistake of thinking you're the only one who cares about yeah. Elizabeth. And I like that. It was kind of like checking Will. You know, yeah. like, I love Will's passion. And obviously he's the hero, so he's the one you're supposed to be. The one raring to go after the pirates. But, like, I, I like that Commodore Norrington was, like, holds up there. Yeah. This isn't, like, your right to go get Elizabeth. It's just, and, and Commodore Norrington accepts the fact that Elizabeth wants Will with no yeah. argument at the end either. Yeah. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he doesn't pull out any weird like agreements they had. He doesn't mm-hmm. fight. He with just tells dad. Will to like treat Elizabeth well. Yeah, he's he's, nice. he's chill. Like he comes out, he he comes out on the good side of my book. Yeah, I agree. And then doesn't he explicitly state the moral: you can be a good man and a pirate, or is it her dad who does that? I don't remember. No, but he he gives Jack a, a day's head start, so he's That's clearly true, yeah. coming around to yeah. like shades of gray type thing. Damn. No, 
Everyone makes that joke. You can't say shades of gray anymore. And then everyone's and like 50. And it's like, oh my god, you're so funny. You said a number that yeah. references a book title. Yeah. I'm just really tired of it. Sometimes it works. Mm. See, what's funny is that the football player Clay Matthews for the Packers, his number is 52. So my sister and I will see shirts that say 52 shades of clay. We think that one's well, fun. Well, that's fun, but this is a play on it. Yeah. But anytime but, someone tries to shade of gray to further any other yeah. discussion, people are like, 50? And then there's giggling. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, it just, it's happened a lot to me, so now I hate it. To you specifically. <laughs> to <laughs> no, like, yeah. Not to the world. Just to you. So, can you be a pirate and a good man? Yeah. I mean... I mean, like, yeah, there's, like, a moral gray area sometimes. <laughs> but, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of like being neutral good. Like, what if you're a pirate who, like, steals back things that have been stolen from people? Like, yeah, you're technically, like, stealing. You're Robin Hood pirate. Yeah. You can be a pirate and you can be a good person. Like, I think... You can be a pirate and you can be a bad person, but, like, <laughs> you can be a person and you can be a bad person. <laughs> being a pirate, like a classic 1700s pirate, yeah. implies a certain level of violence and Love sacking violence. and plundering and murdering and other unsavory murder. things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not great, but he's... But Jack saved Elizabeth, even though he didn't really need to. He probably could have... No, he just saw, like, there was no reason for him to have to save her. He saw her fall, and then was on the boat with these people, and was like, hold my hat, hold this, hold this, and then jumped in and saved her. That didn't benefit benefit him in any way. Because from that distance, he probably was like, that's, or I doubt he was like, that's the governor's daughter. Let me play this to my advantage. He's just a good noodle. He's a weird person, and sometimes he definitely uses people but <laughs> absolutely he also has his good moments like it, yeah i think it's about not necessarily i mean the movie says being but i think it's more about the actions you take and whether you balance things out a little bit i mean it doesn't negate any bad things well jack in later movies they try to make sure he has like a relatively clean backstory so mm-hmm. that people don't feel weird about liking him. Like, he's got that line, people aren't cargo, mate. Yeah. Yeah, so apparent, so it's implied in the later yeah. movie that Jack fought against the slave trade. Yeah. Which is great. Which is Always great. Always fight against the slave That's, trade. We root for that. Always. <laughs> <laughs> we wish that was regularly thematic <laughs> pirate. Here in this podcast. Oh, and I like how they mentioned, too, it's not even just, like, Because I think a lot of times, you know, you think of pirates and you think of, like, mutinies, which happened, which is why Jack is no longer Mm. the captain. But they mentioned that, like, Bootstrap Bill, the whole thing was that he felt really bad about what happened to Jack. And he didn't think it was Mm. right. And he, like, stood up for that. And then he was, like, punished for it. But you see multiple people say, like, yeah, Bootstrap, he's a good guy. Yeah, Bootstrap Mm. was a... Everyone seems to have liked Bootstrap, except the people who killed him. And then they were like, shit, we need bootstrap. (laughs) Oh no. And I get that it's different having a pirate say another pirate is a good person. Like, they're sort of biased, but they all seem to be in agreement. Like, he was a good person, and Will thought his dad was a good person. And it's just sort of like, yeah, you can be both of them at the same time. And I think, yes, you can be. Will in particular seemed to come to that conclusion, because Will was very, my father wasn't a pirate, and then Jack had his little speech about it. And then he was like, oh, Elizabeth's into that? 
My dad was definitely a pirate. <laughs> it runs in my veins. Just so you know. But, uh... She's really into it. Yeah, she is. We all have our things. Yeah. It's good for her. Um, no, and I like... There was one more example. Oh, the, the person... I wish they explained that. Maybe they do in later movies and I don't remember. But the guy in the beginning who's on the boat with them and Elizabeth is singing the song and then he's like, don't sing about pirates when it's like a foggy time yeah. at sea, whatever. And then later on, Jack goes to find him and is like, what's up? Want to join my crew? Gibbs. And so, yes. Yeah. And so he knows Jack. But like, when we first saw him, he was with the governor and the later to be Commodore and then now he's a pirate so I wish they had like bridged that gap a bit more but even then there's never a moment where you think that he's a bad guy like the the closest it gets is when they're like yeah we could leave Jack but then it's like (laughs) he comes around because he knows that's his friend and you shouldn't do that I don't know he seems like a good nut he they don't really engage with like like Gibbs, like if the impression became like was presumably gainfully employed when he was on the ship with yeah. them on the way to Port Royal, and then at some point fell out of that job yeah. somehow, and probably um, like to the wrong too much, something like that, and then turned to pirate set of necessity. So, if they really wanted to engage with the moral question of can you be a good person and a pirate, they probably should have examined why people become pirates in the first place. Yeah, which they didn't super engage with, and then and like. You know, Commodore Norrington is a stuffy white man yes, in Port Royal, so he's not going to be swayed that easily. He's going to be one of those, like, you always have options, and Will started that with you always have options, but yeah. I think he would be swayed by the end and say, well, circumstances, cause, blah, blah, blah. But, like, we even had the blacksmith, like, the actual blacksmith, who everyone kept crediting Will's work to. He <laughs> was a drunkard. Yeah. Like, yeah. he does one thing in the movie and it's hit Jack over the back of the head with a bottle. Yeah. He is possibly more useless than any of the other pirates that are shown in the movie. So I think you could argue, I don't know that the movie intended that to be like a reflection on pirate versus upstanding mm-hmm. citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you could argue that it could be though. You could argue too though that the whole Will, the person who was always or who was saying you always have options had the option to wait for Commodore Norrington to, like, go rescue Elizabeth with his plan, and then instead was like, I will team up with this pirate and do pirate things to to help. So he's Mr. Like, you always have options, and it's like, yeah, you did, and you still chose this. And then Elizabeth, like, granted, she was, like, kidnapped and held hostage and everything, but she, you know, gradually becomes a pirate, and she's the governor's daughter. Like, she has plenty of options. It's not even, like, people become pirates because life gives them a bad deck of cards. Or deck. Hand. Heel. Whatever. The whole deck. <laughs> a really bad deck. But, um, I don't know. It's, it's what Jack says. It's freedom. And I think people choose that. I don't think wanting freedom makes you a bad person. If freedom is synonymous with piracy in this context. <laughs> I keep saying piracy and just thinking of the thing that comes before movies. It's yeah. like, piracy is not a victimless crime. <laughs> not that piracy. Not that piracy. <laughs> the, other, the ghost piracy. <laughs> I mean, the ghost pirates are pretty clearly evil pirates. They... I don't know. One I mean, just wants to, like, 
get some gold and become a real person so you can get a glass eye that doesn't splinter. I mean, I think that they want that now. Like, I think... I think the movie had a chance to, like, redeem them at the end. Like, we've been through this horrifying experience and, as a result, have grown as people in this time that we have been cursed. I think before then, they were definitely bad pirates. I don't know that they ever explicitly mention... They they say, like, pillaging and yeah. and all that. I don't think they ever explicitly mention a specific time they did it, but the Port Royal attack is pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. They show a small child crying for his mom, and that is how you know That's things you know. are brutal. That's, it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. And then some lady grabs him, and I'm always like, is that his mom, or is that someone just grabbing the child? Like, I can never tell. That's like the mom being like, ah, oh, there's Timothy. And grabbing him. I get the impression someone is like, move this child out of the way of direct right. Someone's like, just grab him. <laughs> so I think, I think they're probably bad pirates. I like Barbosa. Yeah, though. guy with the weird eyes and the hat, he's not a good pirate. I do not <laughs> trust <laughs> him. Okay, yes. Do they... not like him. But. He's got a heart of gold, though. No, he has a heart of sludge. Sludge. Like sludge but heart. Sludge heart. That's my band name. Yeah, so, like, you can be a bad person and a pirate, too. I just think, like, I'm trying to find the good examples. The guy with hat and axe in the back and crazy eyes, bad pirate. Don't like him. There are other bad pirates later on, as you watch the movies more. I like these movies. I'm pushing (laughs) for them. And I always forget how much I like them, too, until I see them, and I'm like, wow, good times. A+. plus. Good times. What else is there to talk about? Well, you have the question at the beginning that I saw that you... Whose story is it? Yeah, I thought that one was interesting. Whose story is it? If you were to pick a main character, would it be Elizabeth or Will or Jack? I think if you had to pick a tier system, it's Jack first, and then I think it's Elizabeth very, like, shortly after, Mm -hmm. and then I think it's Will. Like I said, I think Will sort of, like, stumbles into it, and he helps get the plot going. Like, he breaks out Jack to go get Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. but I think it's Elizabeth finding her own adventure and what she wants to do and handling herself, given this circumstance. And then I think it's Jack's obvious, like, ten-year revenge story. I think it starts out more Elizabeth, and then it becomes more even. It's really tricky for me to decide between Jack and Elizabeth, because Jack gains the most in that he had a backstory, and now he's got his his ship, he got that yeah. back. Mm-hmm. But Elizabeth, it starts with Elizabeth getting mm-hmm. the pendants, they, so it kind of cements that as, like, Elizabeth's own backstory, mm-hmm. and then so much of it in the beginning is, is centered on Elizabeth mm-hmm. having the dream about mm-hmm. the pendant. It's suddenly relevant again. She's got this decision... Commodore Norrington is proposing and she puts that above the pirate adventure too and the pirates come for her and Jack is relevant because their paths cross mm-hmm. but it always kind of feels like Elizabeth is the one who comes out most changed and having gotten the most like mm-hmm. Jack got his shit back sure but Elizabeth is now with Will yeah. and the political question that seemed to be hanging over everyone's heads of like Commodore Norrington's proposal and like Elizabeth's future Mm -hmm. seems relatively settled at the end Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she doesn't have the pendant anymore and she's seems to have come to terms with like I'm a pirate pirates Mm -hmm. are cool I can just say that now because of what I've been through Uh so it feels to me like it's Elizabeth's that's fair 
Jack is just like the side character that everyone likes more than the main character. Yeah, he's he has this weird dual role as like almost main character, but also kind of comic relief, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Just I don't, I can't think of a lot of other characters that play that role, especially in like more of an action film than like a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess you could call it like an action comedy, yeah, almost. But yeah, I, I would, I think I would call it Elizabeth's story too, for a lot of the reasons that she said. Mm-hmm. She does wind up changed, and and like starting with her does sort of make it. You're you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. I think it does make it feel a lot more like her story. We're watching her grow both figuratively and literally, like <laughs> from the child that finds the that like meets the pirate boy mm-hmm. or the boy that she thinks is a pirate into like now I'm an actual pirate. Yeah. And gonna marry that that child. <laughs> He's a man now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, more, more or less. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's interesting. I, I I bet there's a way that you could read it as Will's story too, though. I mean, Will definitely has. Yeah, a he story. has his own story, but it seems like the C plot to me. Like yeah, his like, story seems more like I'm not a pirate, and, be, and Jack being like, "Yes, you are, dude. Just deal with it," mm-hmm. and then just sort of coming to terms with that and saving Elizabeth. Will Will got Elizabeth at the end, and that was his biggest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he actually is more of a romantic interest to me than Elizabeth is, as far yeah. as plot yeah. roles go. But Elizabeth also... has, like, her own thing going on, and, like, there's the underlying, like, yeah, she wants to be with Will, but, like, Will's whole thing is, like, he wants to be with Elizabeth. Like, he loves her. Yeah. But he also doesn't seem unhappy at the beginning. No. I mean, Elizabeth doesn't exactly seem unhappy either, but there is something sort of unfulfilled about her. Mm-hmm. Will, despite being much more unfulfilled, like, everyone credits his amazing work to the blacksmith, yeah. and... Mm-hmm. He keeps angering Elizabeth by calling her Miss Swan, even though he clearly loves her and wants to be with her. He seems accepting of that. He seems to think, this is my place, this is where I belong. Mm-hmm. This sucks, but this is, it's it's fine. This is my lot in yeah, life. Yeah, when you see him walk into the blacksmith, he's not like, oh, another day here. This sucks. He's just like, right where I left you. Right where I left you. Yeah. Not where I left you. He seems okay with it, and I don't yeah. think... He would have been spurred to action had anyone but Elizabeth been taken. Mm. Yeah. And when he gets Elizabeth back, you could argue that he discovers family, sort of, because he discovers his, his, his dad's story mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. seems relatively okay with becoming a pirate at the end. So it's not that he doesn't go through any growth, it's just that it's less than Elizabeth and Jack. I think... I think that's probably right. Though you could argue that well, I mean, he I guess... has I mean he has basically the same trajectory as Elizabeth. Yeah. Like we we do start I mean we start start with Elizabeth. She's the first person that we see. But we also start with Will and Will sort of grows in the same way that Elizabeth does, especially like with regard to piracy or like mm-hmm. identity, I guess. He starts out as this, you know, very upstanding person who then finds piracy and like what piracy means to him which is like he seems at the beginning really kind of law and order like Mm -hmm. you know very (laughs) anti-pirates and by the end by the end he realizes that like you know sometimes to get the love of your life for like whatever the thing Mm -hmm. is that you desire like you have to break some rules and that's what pirates do. It's interesting because yeah. Will Will's growth feels a lot more spiritual to me than Jack or Elizabeth. I don't think... I, Jack definitely doesn't go through a whole lot of spiritual growth. Jack just gets yeah. his shit back. Yeah. 
and, and he a, gets to shoot his gun. He gets to shoot his gun. He gets revenge. Years. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's spiritual, but um, like I, th- I think Will probably changes the most as a person, and the other two get more physical examples of how of what they got and how their lives changed. Will is Elizabeth's physical example, mm-hmm. and the ship is Jack's. But I still feel like Jack's the and Elizabeth is Will's, <laughs> and he should burn it. He should not, because it's fabulous. It's but I still feel like he isn't the least interesting to me because as I grew older watching pirates, Will and Elizabeth became interesting. He is, but Will and Elizabeth became the focal point of the movie, and Jack is just there sometimes, whereas Jack obsessed everyone when it first came right. out. Mm. So I, I do think the plot is balanced really well, giving all three of them, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a cool arc and a worthwhile one to watch. I would still call it Elizabeth's movie, I think, over the other two. I think Jack and Elizabeth are very close. I don't know, I still kind of think it's more Jack's. You make good arguments mm-hmm. for it being Elizabeth's. Mm-hmm. I, think- I don't know, I, you think you could say that they're like... I think it is kind of like how I mentioned before. I think it starts out Elizabeth's, and you know, Jack is just introduced. He's just a funny guy who walks weirdly and says things differently. But I think as you know, we learn more of his backstory, and he gets closer to like his curse thing. His starts to like come up a little bit more, and I don't think Elizabeth necessarily goes down, but it seems like. She has her first, like, I'm on the pirate ghost ship and things are going on that's scary. And then at the end, she has her moment of, like, I'm not going to be with Commodore Norrington. I've accepted that, like, I have sort of this pirate life. I'm with Will. But it seems like there's a bit in between there where her story doesn't have as much going on. She still is very helpful. She's still mm-hmm. doing things. We still see her interact and, like, interact with her as the audience. But I think there's a moment where it sort of, like, becomes even. And then it flips, almost maybe when they're on the island together. It's when it hits like an equilibrium, and then it flips. There is kind of a narrative imbalance between the first and second, and I think maybe that's why I didn't like the second half as much, because now that I see it more as Elizabeth and Will's story, it feels like Mm -hmm. not as much happens in the second half. See, I don't see it as Elizabeth and Will's story, because Will is nice, but he's kind of bland. (laughs) He's just an like, adorable boy trying he his He is. Best. He's precious. I <laughs> wish him the best. But, like, I, I, maybe part of it is because my sister was always like, Orlando Bloom is very breathy. And so... <laughs> <laughs> breathy. What does that mean? Like, he's very, like... <sighs> like, not in a creepy way. Just in, like... And lame is... Is it Eponine? Eponine? Eponine. Eponine. When she's like... I love him. <laughs> that's like that's that's yeah. Will twenty four seven about Elizabeth always. <laughs> and part of me, it's odd because being a person who is like a little bit of a hopeless romantic, I'm like, God, can I shut up for a second? They're having like their pirate adventure moment. <laughs> can you just think more about your pirate legacy instead of Elizabeth for a moment? I mean, and that's I just feel reasonable. like. It, it, they, Elizabeth and Will, it's like I root for them to be together because I think that they belong together, but I'm not going to go invest my time in them. I'm not going to go look up any fan fiction about Will and Elizabeth. I mean, yeah, me neither. But, I don't know, it doesn't seem like... They're not like, yeah, it is sort of like their story, but not really. They're not steamy enough. <laughs> there's like nothing happening. Plus, there's a whole moment that I like later on in the third movie? I think it is. I mentioned this when we watched it. The the compass. 
because did you look up what that was? Did anything tell you? So the compass we discover later on, and I couldn't remember if they had mentioned it in that movie or what, or if they just sort of like pulled a J.K. Rowling and been like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is a thing that's canon. But the compass like doesn't point north or south or east or west. It points to what you want. And so I tried to watch that and see when they use it. And I think, okay, also fair, like full disclosure, I don't know when the compass is, I need to draw a picture of it. (laughs) Or like, because it's flat and then it has like midway through, it kind of goes up and there's a triangle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this part that's up is supposed to be like the pointer. Is that like the tip of the arrow? Or would that be here because it goes down like an arrow? The second one. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it points to what you want. And it seems like at one point they showed Commodore Norrington holding it. He's like a compass that doesn't point north. And it holds very steady. So you can tell that, like, he knows what he wants. And Jack is always just sort of looking at it very confused, like, hmm, this is interesting. And they don't touch on it that much. But it points to what you want. And then there's one moment where later on they sort of make it seem like maybe Elizabeth has an interest in Jack. I don't know. And then they show her sitting on the beach and she has the compass and it's just going like all these different directions. And I think part of that to me was sort of like, yeah, I'm not saying I want you to be with Jack because that would be weird and I don't support it. But also you can do better than Will. <laughs> so I, think I was like flipping around. I was like, you're right to be indecisive. I don't know. I think I always felt that way. And then that moment was just like, yeah, Elizabeth knows it too. I like Will. There's nothing wrong with him. I just, I'm, he's, no, he doesn't crack my top ten. I mean, I guess. Of anything. (laughs) (laughs) Top ten Wills. The fact (laughs) I can't tell if their romance being more up in the air would make it more their story or not. Because I almost feel like because they're both clearly into each other, (laughs) but are so unwilling to question He's below her station, and her dad yeah. has that line like, oh, you know your station by addressing her by Miss Swan. Yeah. It feels like that would never have been challenged if the pirate adventure had never happened. Mm-hmm. And it feels like only because the pirate adventure happened did they both have the guts to be like, we're together now, I'm choosing the blacksmith slash pirate boy. Maybe that's part of it, because I'm, I'm a sucker for a good slow burn. <laughs> I love things to just build very slowly, <laughs> dramatically. I don't want payoff until the very last moment. Um, so maybe that's part of it. I'm just like, you guys made it look so easy. And it seemed like, like, I do believe that Elizabeth definitely, like, cared for Will. Like, when that lady was like, oh, that Will Turner is very cute, isn't she? And she was like, that was out of line. Um, it's too bold. Yes. I think she always, like, likes him and doesn't say it as much. I don't even know. But yeah, I'm just there's never like, really a, any question, right? Even from the very beginning like it, the first time when they're adults and they see each other it's like oh obviously <laughs> like, yeah and there, it doesn't even seem like there's that much of a like that much of an obstacle even no like, yeah, like everyone was Nor- fine with it yeah Nor- Nor- yeah, yeah norrington it doesn't it doesn't feel like there, there wasn't ever going to be a, she wasn't ever going to wind up with norrington because no, that's not right. what she wanted like she never she waited Forever. I mean, granted, part of that was because she was kidnapped. But before she, like, said, yes, I will, or no, I won't marry you. And even then, she did it as a bargaining chip. Mm-hmm. She's like, for yeah. me, as a wedding present. And then right. it's like, oh, so you accept. I feel like a large part of why they weren't together, too, was because she was waiting for some sign from Will that Will yeah. was too afraid to give. Which is why yeah. she was like, how many times have I told you to call me Elizabeth? Yeah. And I feel like the fact that he won't call her that 
is to her almost a rebuff of her affections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, well, everybody else knows. Yes. And and at the end, Will, too, was like, I should have told you this every day since the moment I met you. Yeah. I love you. She looks surprised. And, yeah. like, that's what she wanted, some fearless yeah. declaration of love. And I feel like they were both just so not... But she was ready because she was giving the hints yeah. and he was, like... Uh, I just feel like they could have played that more. Just because it yeah, seems agreed. so much like Will was like, I love Elizabeth, I want to do anything to be with her. And then when he's actually with her, he doesn't have any moment really aside from just like being nice. But there's no moment where he's like. Yeah, but that's just. You could also argue that's yeah, just like. Yeah, no, it's a week as far as yeah. romance goes. He's even do a good job. I know! <laughs> like hurts I her know. more. And I just feel like he doesn't. He somehow overexpresses and underexpresses his emotions. I don't know. Will to me is just like, eh. no. I mean, I agree. He's fine. I just like. I feel like because they were clearly so destined for each other, and then circumstances happened that ended with them together. Mm-hmm. It feels more like their story to me. And if I'm choosing between those two, it's going to be Elizabeth as the main character. Yes. I don't know. I just. I don't watch pirates and think. It's the Will and Elizabeth love story. I don't see that. Like, to me, the love story in the second movie, that's, like, very underlying. To me, that is, like, a much better love story than, like, all three movies that we have Will and Elizabeth together. I don't know. I just, to me, I don't care about them together. (laughs) (laughs) And Will is just kind of, like, generic to me. Mm -hmm. And... He's the third most important. So to me, I think it's just like kind of forgettable. Because I think Elizabeth is like finding herself, and then Jack is having this moment where he's trying to like get back what he's been wanting for 10 years. And Will is just like, I have a crush on Elizabeth. No, I mean, you're right. It's the thing. It's just that he's so tied to Elizabeth's that I kind of lump them in together sometimes. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like I lump him in with her. Uh huh. Elizabeth has many other things going on. Right, Elizabeth. A factor of her can be with Will. I think Will is with Elizabeth. It's hard to separate Will from Elizabeth. Yeah. 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 But you can separate Elizabeth from Will. Yeah. I think that's it. Will needs his own separate thing going on. Maybe he has it in the later movies, and I don't know because I didn't pay attention because I <laughs> don't so care. long. No, it's just because I don't care about him. <laughs> Everything else is fine. Poor Will. How do you feel about him? Scale one to ten. <laughs> I mean, I sort of I I sympathize with like the hopeless romantic who has trouble expressing crushes to pretty girls. <laughs> that's just, that's life. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how it is sometimes. Yeah, like I I don't know. I you're you're definitely. I mean, you're right. He's. I'm always right. I was talking to Hallie. Burn one for Hallie. I got the one from earlier though with Adam Barbosa. We are tied. Mine is so much better though. Mine's like a big one. Yours is a tiny one. Mine is the same one. Like on it's a, a quad. Mine's really a four. No. And you're so Carry on. Oh, I don't even know what I was gonna say anymore. Um, you agree with me about something? Yeah. It is, in fact, the opposite of what he was saying. <laughs> no, I think that Will is just... He's a very bland, nice person. He's, he's like, a goody two-shoes. Even, like, even at the end where he's, like, trying to be piratey, he's, like, being piratey, but for, like, 
the best of causes. Like, he's not out looting and plundering. He's, like, saving Jack's life and, like... I think the whole freaking show of it, too, with that god-awful outfit. God, I hate it. But he does put on, like, a swashbuckless outfit to be a pirate, (laughs) which isn't Which is kind of fun, though, because I'm like, oh, he's trying to commit. Yeah, he's he's trying his best. He probably put on that hat and was like, this is so pirate. (laughs) He was probably like, I look so dashing. That's how pirates look, dashing. And all the other pirates look at him like, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying so hard. Like so hard. At everything, the whole movie. He practices his sword fighting three hours a day. Yeah. He, he really he really loves Elizabeth but doesn't know what to say to her. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he has going for him. <laughs> I don't know. They could have done more with Will. And they just kinda made him very blank. Although I'm happy that it's a male character they left a blank right. instead of making I Elizabeth like the most bland generic. Really one. happy True. that Elizabeth can be separated from Will. Yes. Because that does not happen a lot. No. Especially in a very male-dominated movie. Yeah. The yeah. only other girl is always Aldana. Yeah. It's true. And it's... the lady who's like, that will turn her. But she's sticking the thing under her bed. It's it's it's, yeah. it's nice that, like, she doesn't get shunted to the side as the yeah. one female character. Because it could so easily have happened. Yeah. Yeah. I looked up, because I wasn't sure. Um, it passed right by me. I wanted to see if the movie passed the Bechdel test. Okay. And it does... But only for that very that one very brief scene on the boat where Elizabeth is talking to Anna Marie mm-hmm. about the ship, I think. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. that, isn't that when they're planning? She's like swinging around. They're like, "You're crazy." Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they have they have like a very small conversation about a battle plan, and that's the. I think you could technically it, it technically doesn't pass the Bechdel like, test this moment, but. When she's telling the, like, housemaid person, run, and the person's like, they're here for you, you're the governor's daughter, I realize they're technically talking about men because right. it's pirates coming, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's more like, it's we're like, gonna be murdered and killed right. and burned alive. a specific man, yeah, it's a horde of <laughs> It's like a life-threatening <laughs> thing, so I get that that technically doesn't add for another scene, but I feel like that one should count. Well, and I mean, there's so, there's such small moments in yeah. Bechdel test that I'm like, yeah, I guess it passes the Bechdel test, yeah. but not in a super meaningful way. No. It's not like a But even then, I'm like, we have two whole moments <laughs> where yeah. it passes when it should be more. But I'm just thankful that Elizabeth herself is cool. Yeah. She's cool. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah. Dramatically pirate. Elizabeth is cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a good place to wrap it up, I think. So now that I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, what should we watch next time? We get to decide. I always forget that we get to decide new movies to watch. See, the thing is, I like picking the new movies after we have just watched a movie before even discussed it, because right. that's what I'm the most like, you know what this scene made me in the mood for? This movie. And just... then I want to watch that. But then, whereas after we do this, I'm like, oh, when I'm confronted with a whole list and I have to act- actually make a decision. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a brief moment and take a look <laughs> at the list, and then we will be back with our decision. Okay, we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> and we've decided on Juno. Juno. Juno will be the next video. Video will be. <laughs> this is not ninety-seven. <laughs> the next VHS tape that we watch. Yeah. So thank you for listening. 
And for Hallie and Kristen, this is David, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Through grass like barefoot? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it can be on my feet and nowhere else. And even then, if it's too long, I'm livid. I don't like it. It's tickly. I can see that. I don't like other things or people touching me. And so <laughs> when I'm sitting there, it's just. A lot of a lot of little things that a lot of little things. I like being barefoot. It's fine, like walking through grass and everything. Yeah. The second I have to sit down, I'm finding a patio.